I am really a fan of our sales toolkit. Uh, our culture defines sometimes a, a good salesperson as someone who's good at arm twisting and manipulation, yeah. Yeah. right? But we define someone as a good salesperson who always has a reason to call, who is able to pitch effectively, who fosters community, who preps effectively, and who actually reaches out to people and tracks that. Sales is is just as much of a service to the community as it actually is in providing a product or a service, you know, for sale. Yeah. You can actually right. have right. a fantastic sales team without manipulation. And it but it takes some yeah. work. We don't have to be slimy to be good salespeople. And the Growability Toolkit is designed for that. It's it's fundamentally designed for sales without manipulation that works. It's one of my favorite pieces of growability as well. Welcome to the Growability Podcast, where we equip leaders and entrepreneurs to grow scalable, effective, and generous organizations. I am your co-host, Bernie Anderson, along with the founder of Growability, Joshua McLeod. Joshua, what is our topic for today? Bernie, we are going to share today the five fundamental sales tools to equip salespeople on your team to be really effective. We're in the middle of this series where we're going through the six steps of the growability process. So we've gone over clarify vision and prioritize customers and empower teams. And then this, we're going to talk about the fourth step in the growability six-step process, which is automate sales. Awesome. That sounds fantastic, Joshua. Sales is a, is a, is a big deal. Share with our audience the five tools. Go ahead and just give an overview of the five tools, and then we'll go through each of them one by one. So the sales fundamentals, the five sales fundamentals for any salesperson, number one is always have a reason to call. Number two, pitch effectively. Number three, foster community. Number four, prep effectively. And number five, measure your reach. If you don't like acronyms, Today is not your day because we have a lot of <laughs> acronyms that we use when we talk about each of these sales processes. This is this is how to sell with acronyms. I guess that could be the alternate uh, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> uh, tag for this for this podcast. But yeah, have a reason to call, pitch effectively, foster community, prep effectively, and then measure your reach. And, and just to be clear, all of these are a part of the Growability Toolkit, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. So uh, the, of those five fundamentals, two through five is part of the sales process. Number one, having a reason to call, that's actually part of the marketing process. And we'll talk about that in a second. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, let's start with the first fundamental. You got to have a reason to call. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, Bernie, I don't know if you've ever had somebody call and have no reason why they call. So, hey, how are you? I'm good. Uh, yeah, but why are you calling? Oh, no reason. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, uh, have a great day. Okay, you know, I mean. Everybody has a full schedule and getting calls that where the person has no reason to call isn't really helping anybody. If you have a sales team that has no reason to call, one of the most challenging things that I've ever come up against is when I was working in sales and they were saying, hey, go ahead and do some cold calls. Oh, gosh. Okay. What am I calling about? Oh, just you know, reach out to customers. Cold calls have like a 2% close rate. 
So a cold call is like, hey, just reach out to random people and talk about your business or product. I hate that. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of cold calls. I don't think most salespeople are a fan of cold, cold calls. But Bernie, we've talked in section two, we talk about how marketing makes sales easier. One of the tools in the Growability Marketing Toolkit is a tool that we call Perks, P-E-R-K-S. When you build a marketing strategy, one of the questions that you want to ask yourself is, what are the perks that we provide to our clients? So the P stands for promotions, the E stands for education, the R stands for reminders, and the K stands for kinship. In essence, or in its simplest form, if I want to build a marketing program, if I want to build a marketing strategy or marketing campaign for any product or service at my business, I want to ask the question, okay, what are promotions for this look like? What does education for this look like? What do reminders for this look like? And what does kinship for this look like? And that's true if you're selling a product or service or if you are even just marketing your entire company. So, for example, you know, the P, it's like Black Friday. So, hey, what are the promotions? Everything's 50% off or everything's 40% off. Or the E, and an example of education, you know, maybe you get an email that says, hey, here's a new video for how to maximize the decorations in your bedroom or your living room. Here's how to change out the oil on your car or change your windshield wipers or something like education how-to videos. The R for reminders, that might be, getting a call from your AC repair place. Hey, it's time to do your yearly service to make sure your AC doesn't break or your heater doesn't break. And then the K, what kinship means, kinship is really about sharing something that your target audience is already interested in. Maybe if you're a car dealer, you might be having an exotic car show. And so, hey, you guys are already into fancy cars. We're having this car show, come out to the car show. Having a reason to call actually starts with doing a good job in your marketing. If your marketing mm. is great for your company, then your salespeople always have a reason to call. There's no such thing as a cold call. There's a, hey, wanted to let you know about our promotion. Hey, wanted to let you, right. wanted to educate you about this new product or service. Hey, there's this thing in our community that's really cool that we thought you might be interested in. So if you have good marketing perks, P-E-R-K-S, the first acronym of the day, then you always have a reason <laughs> to call and you're, you're making a lot of progress towards having really good sales. Before picking up the phone, when you're making a sales call or a sales reach out, you want to make sure that you have clearly defined perks for your clients. So promotions, education, reminders, kinship. That's exactly right. And and not even just picking up the phone. What if even if people just walk into your store? Okay, what are the promotions yeah. that we're going to offer? What's the education? What's the reminder? What's the kinship? Whenever we build a marketing campaign for clients or a marketing strategy, a marketing budget for a business, we're always looking at the perks. What are the promotions, education, reminders and kinship? Yeah. Well, I like that 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 these perks to use our acronym properly, perks are really, it's really about being generous, right? They're, these are ways that companies, your company, our company can serve their clients. Uh, and, and I think that's just really important. So, so let's, let's talk about the second fundamental pitch effectively moving to the next acronym. <laughs> that's exactly right. So the first thing is always have a reason to call. 
The second fundamental is to pitch effectively. So here we're using another acronym, PITCH, P-I-T-C-H. When you pitch a product or service, it's really important to practice what it is that you're going to say. There's five things that you want to think through and talk through and create a message for, and then you want to practice what your pitch is. So the P is the pain point. What is that pain that your product or service addresses? The I is the incentive. What makes your product worth acquiring? The T Mm -hmm. is your talking points. Here's three things that make us different than everybody else. The C is the call to action. What am I actually asking people to do? And then the H is the hurdles, being able to overcome any objections that people are asking. So when you are in a conversation and somebody says, well, tell me about your product or service or tell me about what you do, then you need to be able to pitch your company or pitch your product or service, the pain point, the incentive, the talking points, the call to action, and the hurdles. But how many times have you been in a situation where somebody says, so what do you do? And it's like, uh, uh, I, uh, I'm in business or I, I hate that question or why, why are you asking about this thing? It's like, I've done, I do this thing. I do this job 40 hours a week, day in and day out. I've done this for 10 years. And somebody says, what do you do? And I'm completely right. deer in the headlights. Well, the reason for that is I haven't practiced my pitch. I haven't talked about the pain that my customers face that we can address, the incentive of working with my customers, the talking point about what makes my company unique, the call to action, like, do you want to check this out? And then like any help needed. So it's, it's really important if you, if you don't want to be deer in the headlights, when somebody says, what do you do? (laughs) Then you want to prepare and practice your pitch. You want to have a reason for calling, but you also want to know what you're going to say when you call is, is really what this is exactly down to. Right. That seems, seems rather important. So Joshua, what do you do? Oh, so you're bringing it back. I see. You don't, you want to see if I have the answer to the deer in the headlights. Um, that's right. That's, no, that's right. a great question. So, well, thanks for asking. That's another thing that I always like to say. Whenever somebody asks what you do, you always start by saying, thanks for asking, because then asking, you're, you're yeah. starting out with niceness or kindness or, or whatever. Um, when, people <laughs> right. ask, when people ask me, what do you do? I'd say, well, thanks for asking. Uh, and then I'll say, you know, I work for a company called Growability, and we provide coaching and consultation for business leaders. Most business owners don't have a lot of time for working on their business while they're working in their business. And so what Growability does is we help leaders build scalable systems in their organization without wasting any of their time. So what I'm doing in that is, and I've practiced that, you know, that didn't, I didn't have to come in and like, what, what do I do again? I know what it is that we do. But if you look down that pitch, well, the pain is I don't have time to work on my business while I'm working in my business. And so the incentive is, oh, well, we've got this system that can come in and help you work on your business without wasting your time. Uh, The talking points, I didn't actually go into the talking points. So we have a business operating system. We have a leadership certification program. We have a comprehensive consultation model that we can bring in. Those are talking points when somebody asks the, the question that every salesperson loves to hear, oh, tell me more. You know, I've got more. I'd love to tell you more. But having that pitch ready is the second fundamental. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. That's, that's great, Joshua. So let's keep things moving here. What is the 
third sales tool, yes. sales fundamental to help equip salespeople? The third fundamental for being a really good salesperson is being a really good networker. One of the things that's great about salespeople is they're not afraid of people. If you are a salesperson or if you're signed up for any kind of a sales job, you're comfortable communicating, talking with people. It energizes you to meet new people, to talk to people. You're not going to find a lot of salespeople that just avoid people. Networking mm -hmm. is the role of connecting people to other people. At its core, networking is a community service. And if you've ever been to a networking event, there's two kinds of people at any networking event. There's people who are connectors and they want to connect you to other really good people or connect you to stuff that you're passionate about. There's like connectors. And then there's schmoozers. <laughs> schmoozers <laughs> are like, no matter what we're talking about, all roads lead to buy my product. It is a failed networking endeavor if you go to meet at a networking group and your fundamental purpose is to talk about you or get people to understand you. I learned about networking really, Bernie, when I was trying to help organizations with directors of development at nonprofit organizations. Yeah. As a business coach, I'm like trying to study directors of development and I'm just like, hey, there are some people who are really good at connecting foundations with, you know, large amounts of money and uh, connecting really good organizations together. And, and, and as I started studying and talking with all of these directors of development, what I realized is people who are successful in being a development director at a nonprofit are excited mm -hmm. about connecting people with what their passion is. They're not excited about making money. So effective development directors, they go out into the community and they find lots of people who are passionate about lots of different things, and then they connect mm -hmm. them to that passion. Like if I'm a director of development for a clean water organization, and I meet somebody yeah. that is excited about orphan care, then I don't want to try to sell that person on clean water. What I want to do right. is I want to connect that person to an organization that does really good orphan care. If I talk to somebody that's excited about clean water, well, then I want to connect them to my organization so that I can really help them get plugged into something that they're passionate about. Salespeople do the same exact thing in the community, in the business arena. It's not about just right. trying to get people to buy into your product. It's about connecting people to what they're passionate about. So the third mm -hmm. fundamental of sales is to be a good networker. To be a good networker means you have to have meetings that are not about you. You have meetings yeah. that are about connecting people with what they're passionate about. If a salesperson is a good networker, they will have more leads and more prospects and more opportunities, not because they're pitching everyone. And we all know people who just their whole life is pitching you. It's like you're at Thanksgiving and they're trying to sell you something. It's like, you're my brother. <laughs> right. I don't want your insurance. You know, it's like, is, um, but if you become a really good networker, it's a fundamental tool for 
developing really good salespeople. And it's the only step in today's podcast that doesn't have an acronym. Sorry, I maybe should come up with yeah. network. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, that would be a lot. No, it, well, what, what we're saying here, though, Joshua, is that salespeople need to become networkers and that networking, like perks, is in a fundamentally generous act. Yeah, sales is generous. Sales is connecting yeah. people with solutions to their problems, or it's connecting people to other really good people. And so the mm -hmm. salespeople at an organization should have the most fun. And most of the time, the salespeople at organizations do have the most fun unless they're playing without the right tools. If I'm a salesperson yeah. at your organization and you haven't helped me have a good reason to call, then sales is not fun. But if I'm, I'm calling because I got a 20% discount that I can offer you, or I'm calling because we just gave you this new tool for education reminder, then my sales job gets fun. If I go to networking yeah. events and it's all about me, there's so much pressure. It's like, I don't know what I'm trying to do. I'm not building community. I'm not having fun. But if I'm at this meeting and I'm just trying to connect good people to good people, it's great. So yeah, exactly. Sales is at its core, it's generous and it's fun. You know that your sales tools aren't great if it's not generous and it's not fun. That is fantastic. Excellent. Well, what, what Joshua is the fourth fundamental sales tool? Okay. The fourth fundamental sales tool is to prep effectively. There's a phrase in the sales community called low hanging fruit. When you're looking at the low-hanging fruit each week and to prep for your sales week, you, you go through the acronym P-R-E-P. -E so the P is prospects and leads. You always want to start with prospects and leads. The R is referral and networking. The E is existing customers. And then the second P is the perks, like we were talking about, your marketing perks. So when I start my week, and I want to prep for my sales week, I want to go through and list at least three people or priorities for each of these PREP sales preps for my week. So prospects and leads. These are customers who have already reached out to us or potential customers who have already reached out. I'm shopping TVs. I wanted to see what kind of differences you have. I'm shopping furniture. What do you have on sale? I'm a B2B and I'm trying to figure out like what your business does. They're asking a question. They could ask a question through a form or an email, a friend that I should follow up with, or hey, here's a guy that might need your services. Here's a lead. So I always make a list to start with, with my prospects and leads. Who are people that have already connected with our organization who they're in our inbox or they've contacted or they've reached out i want to make sure that i respond to them immediately so that's the that's the easiest fruit that's the lowest hanging fruit prospects and leads now what if i don't have any prospects and leads the r the second thing that i look for is referrals and networking which people in your network can provide you with referrals? Who can you call that can say, hey, I know somebody that might be a good connection for you? Or what gatherings or what networking opportunities can I go to to connect people with other people? I start with my prospects and leads. Then I go into my referrals or networking. The third is existing customers. It is like five times harder to go get a new customer than to sell another product or service to an existing customer. 
What offerings can we give to existing customers so that they can explore additional products or services? And if I don't have those, so if I don't have prospects and leads, I don't have referrals and networking, I don't have existing customers that I can reach out to again, then the only thing I can do is work on my perks. What promotions can I bring? What education can I bring? What reminders can I bring? What kinship opportunities can I bring? And that's a good use of energy for my sales efforts. If you have a good marketing program and a good sales program, every week you're going to have at least three things to do with PREP. Here's three prospects and leads I need to follow up on. Here's referrals and networking events that I'm going to go to. Here is existing customers that I want to follow up with. And then here's something I want to do on my marketing. So you have your perks yep. and your sales That's prep. exactly right. Perks and yeah. prep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. I love it. I love it. Okay. What's the final fundamental? The final fundamental is, drum roll. Okay. I, I think this may be the first podcast that we have four acronyms in one podcast, but I'm sorry. It, it may just, be. And we have a lot of it acronyms. It is what it is. There's yeah. a lot of acronyms in, in growability. <laughs> The final step, the final fundamental is to measure your sales reach. So R-E-A-C-H is the final tool in the whole sales kit. And reach stands for the R is reach out. The E is engagements. The A is asks. The C is check-ins. And then the H is hurdles. So in a given week, mm -hmm. how many reach outs did I have? So there's a statistic in sales if I reach out to 10 people, three of them are going to be interested enough to have a call or a talk or a conversation with me, and one of them is going to become a client. So if I want 10 new clients in my organization, I better be prepared to reach out to 100 people. So I reach out to 10, three are interested, one buys my product. Now, cold calls, if 100 people, you might be able to reach 2%. <laughs> Uh, so two people out of 100 might even be interested. These aren't even like closed sales. These are just yeah. interested. So if you don't have your pitch down, if you don't have your prep down, if you don't have your perks down, then you're not going to have very good results in your sales opportunities. So, okay, how many reach outs did you have this week? And then let's track your engagements. Was this a networking event? Was this a pitch? Or was this sharing a perk? So now I'm looking at the engagements. What kind was it? And then was there an ask? Hey, do you want to buy it? <laughs> you know, hey, do you want to check this out? Yeah. Do you want to have a meeting? Do you want to take a next step? Do you want to check, you know, ABC? Your, your ask is really important. Most of us are busy. Mm -hmm. And when people are contacting us, I'm not going to buy today. Or I reached out. I got a hold of you. We had a great conversation. Well, how many check-ins yeah. did I have later? And then there's finally like, okay, where do I need help? Does this person need help with budget items or time items or mm -hmm. some obstacle that shipping or something that I can overcome? How did I help? How many obstacles were overcome with help? So for my sales team, I can look at my sales team and by using the reach tool, I can look out and see kind of how effective my sales team has been by how many reach outs, what was the type of engagements they had? How many asks did they have? How many check-ins did they have? And how many hurdles did they yeah. overcome? You can't improve what you don't measure. And so the sales reach tool yes. is a way not only to keep yourself accountable, but keep your team accountable, and then to measure what's working, what's not working, and make adjustments. 
This is so good. Joshua, I, I mean, obviously, obviously, I'm a fan of growability, right? <laughs> you better I'm be. I'm a coach. Yeah. I'm a consultant of growability's tools, and I use these tools. I use these tools every day. But but here's the thing. I am really a fan of our sales toolkit. Uh, our culture defines sometimes a, a good salesperson as someone who's good at arm twisting and manipulation, yeah. Yeah. right? But we define someone as a good salesperson who always has a reason to call, who is able to pitch effectively, who fosters community, who preps effectively, and who actually reaches out to people and tracks that. Sales is is just as much of a service to the community as it actually is in providing a product or a service, you know, for sale. Yeah. You can actually right. have right. a fantastic sales team without manipulation. And it but it takes some yeah. work. We don't have to be slimy to be good salespeople. And the Growability Toolkit is designed for that. It's it's fundamentally designed for sales without manipulation. That works. It's one of my favorite pieces of growability as well. If someone wants to get a hold of our sales toolkit, what's the best way for them to go about doing that? Bernie, the best way to get a hold of our sales toolkit is to check out growability.com. So each of the tools in the growability toolkit are $300. So step four, the automate sales is $300. Um, or you can send an email if you want a promotion. You can send an email to podcast at growability.com and we can share special offers for our podcast audience. So we're giving perks we, to our potential clients. We practice what so. we preach. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joshua, that's all we have for today. Any closing remarks today? Sales is generous. Sales can be generous, and uh, you don't have to be manipulative to be a good salesperson. That's fantastic. Well, well, with that, we want to remind everyone that you are doing better than you think and you have more potential than you know. Thanks for growing with GrowAbility. And please be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube channels and share this podcast with people that you really like. We'll see you next we'll week. See you next week. <laughs>